Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And once again, we are from two countries, two sides of the world. And I thought you were going to add something there. <laughs> no, uh, you froze for a second. And so I thought I was going to have to pick stuff up. So it, it happens, I guess. Uh, That's what happens when internet... you're in two countries. And it's a very unpredictable internet here. Like sometimes it's lightning fast and other times it's something very simple that takes me forever to get to work. So who knows? You want to know something? I We have a lineup, but you guys know me. I always want to go on tangents. I watched a video last night about the international dateline. That is so messed up. Why did How's we that? do that? It's not a straight line. It goes like that. Have you seen a map of the international yeah. dateline? Yeah. Why is it like that? Why is it that you can go on a 45-minute plane ride and it's a different day? That is messed up. And as a society, we should not have allowed them to do that. Isn't Alaska part of it in two different days? I don't know. I feel like it might that's be. Gonna, I don't know. That is going to mess me up if that's true. And I don't like that. We created time. Time isn't real. I, yes. <laughs> I just... I need to express this. The international dateline is so messed up. Why did we do that? I don't know. Anyway. I, I really just, like, couldn't tell you. It like really, I don't, I don't know, man. Like then I started thinking about time zones and, and that stressed me out. So what about time change? Like daylight savings time. Did you get Okay. That? Well, I hate that, but that's different. That like, was one thing nice about being in Japan was not going through that. Okay, well, guess what? You come back next week and it's going to get dark at 4 p.m. So get ready uh, for that. What that's what it's been here. So it's it won't be a change. Like It's been doing that anyway? That, that's all this yeah, time? It was be before, yeah. It makes it really easy to put my nephews and niece to bed, or, to bed early because it's already dark. I'm not strong It enough. also makes you tired earlier, but it's weird. Um, I'm that always could be tired from all the adventures we're doing too. Uh, what should people do, Katie? If they want you to join the conversation into about the con You should go into the conversation, into the comments, and give me your opinion about the international dateline and how we as a society could have prevented the the invention of the international dateline. How it could have made it a straight line. How it didn't need to go. Shoop. I'm so I would like, like to see. I would like to see the origin of the international dateline, like when that became a thing in a Doctor Who episode. Because you know how he often goes to like historical moments of time? That one would be hilarious. And then they could make some crazy reason for why it's whatever you say it is. I think what really messes me up, and this is this is just the icing on the cake to me. I don't mm -hmm. care. This is a show now about the International Dateline. I am so sorry hey, for what your geeky. plans were. It's geeky. It's fine. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, what messes me up is that they're like, oh, it goes like this so that there's this island that could be in it. But then they didn't do it for other islands. So why did that get special treatment is my question. But more importantly, this lead up. The international dateline does mean that today is your sister's birthday, but not here. Not yet, but kind of. Not not is where I am, but it is where Correct. you are. Yeah. yeah. So happy birthday, Christy, 
And tomorrow, happy birthday again from Katie and the rest of the geeks yeah. watching in the United States and on the other side of the international dateline. And it's very weird. No, you're on one side of the internet. Wait, what side of the international dateline are you? Are we on the same side of the international dateline? Well, I'm on the 22nd, so I don't know. I don't know either, but then, like, when I wake up, we're on the same day for, like, a few hours. Yeah. (laughs) But I know here, maybe this can help, though. When I flew over here, I always watch the map thing as I'm reading, and I saw the plane fly over the international dateline. So, yes, I must be on the other side. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to go into Google.com. Are Japan and California the same size? Why is that the that? Well, now I want to know. Are they? California is twelve percent larger than Japan. That's I was going to say I'm going to bet California is bigger just from what I've experienced. <laughs> On the same so, time, we, we did a deep dive into the international national dateline. Dateline. Uh. Okay, Japan, New Zealand, mm-hmm. Tasmania and Fiji are on the same side of the dateline as the United States. Interesting. So I must have just flown over it, but not actually like... I don't understand. Maybe I I flew over it twice because I did fly kind of close to like Russia as we were going over. You know who doesn't have international dateline? Hmm. It's like Venus, Saturn. This is a purely Earth concept. Yeah, when you don't have a calendar, it doesn't matter. All right. I messed uh, up. It is all very confusing. Yes. All right. Other birthdays that happened this week was Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, who had their 95th birthday a few days ago. And uh, we had some of our team recording, filming all of that fun jazz, the, uh, the cavalcade that they did. And the big thing to me this year is they gave out buttons again. They did. Like, when's the last? Maybe they have been for Mickey's birthday, but I feel like we haven't gotten buttons like we used to for things. And this time we did. And so I was excited. And there was, there was birthday buttons or the circles that you could take pictures with. And, and we know Murray loves those. And uh, it was also Murray's birthday on the 18th. So happy birthday, Murray. And uh, the cavalcade looked cute. It was very similar to previous years. It seemed like, Uh, what did you think of it, Katie? The mice had a birthday. Um, I can't believe it's 95 already. I was actually literally just texting Taryn, funny enough. And I was talking to them about the 90th birthday special that was on like ABC or something. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I all of a sudden was like, that was five years ago. That feels like yesterday. That is not. And in five more years, it'll be 100. I almost made a, a a joke, but I don't want to. I don't want to do the fear mongering that people have been doing. Oh, <laughs> so, I, I know where you're going. Yes, yes. but I'm, I am curious how. Icon forever. Yes, and I am curious how they're going to celebrate the hundredth anniversary because I feel like, in some ways, I think it might be a bigger deal than Disney 100. I think so as well. Actually, in many ways. But also. Steamboat Willie walk around Main Street when? Don't put him in Toontown. Let him celebrate his hundredth. Like, 
what if I like that idea. I like what that if idea. operationally be, throw what you know out the window. Okay. So sit with me, sit with me on this. Is it so, Disneyland though? Or do you put them on Buena Vista street? So, so here's, here's what we're thinking. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, think we we could put them on Buena Vista street, but what I'm thinking morning time, we're steamboat Willie. We're feeling a little crazy. Okay. And then Mickey, he's got to go. He's got to get stuff done. Mickey comes back. Boom. He's in color. Whoa. Mickey through the eras. We're going to get Fantasia and where's different, in there. And where's different. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Like we're thinking a every hour. Every yeah. hour is a different one. Mickey has a if little you have like you basically just divide the day into 10 out or 10 segments and yeah. you work your way through. Love it. Like, I think it's great. They could even do like five. Like we don't have to do 10. Like we don't have to be super crazy. But could you imagine? But we could. Um, but yes, no, I also think that um uh Steamboat Willie on Boy of Mystery would be great. True. Also, right. yeah, for the 100th anniversary, could they get married? Could we throw Mickey and Minnie Mouse a wedding? Maybe that's the big thing is they get married for the 100th oh. anniversary. That'd Remember be, how be very the, cute. the promo for Muppets ABC was like totally the drama? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But this is the opposite of that. This is, guys, it's finally happening. They're getting married. We're going to make you, we're giving you what you want. We're going to make you happy. Uh, true. Uh, another thing that's new is we got our Wish animated water short that does, I think the song's called This Wish, in front of World of Color, Season of Light, which is cute. It's short. It's it's fun. Like, we have a video of it. What do you think of it? I always like when there's a short before. Um, I think that World of Color, ooh, I'm going to say something weird that you guys might not like. Mm -hmm. World of Color is visually my favorite nighttime spectacular at the Disneyland Resort. Visually. I love oh, okay. colors. I love colors. And these look like colors that I want to eat. Um, and I don't know how to explain that. And I will not be explaining that. But they look like colors I want to eat. Um, and so... I, you know how my brain works. Uh-huh. I, I love it. It makes me happy. I'm very amused. Okay. Have at no, it. Now, no, no, no. Because now I'm like, oh, well, this makes me want cake. <laughs> well, like, I could. I, my so my brain started thinking about food. Go ahead. Specifically, the colors that I want to eat in World of Color is when they do the low fountains and they project lights through them. So they are multicolored and they just, they look scrumptious. Anyway, um, here's my I question just like, though. What? It, this is finish your food and then I'm going to ask a question about the show. Finish my food. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's also like I sometimes want to eat the um, water fountain in Tiki Room, but that's neither here nor there. Um, the fountain when it goes it's like a dessert, up, isn't it? I yeah, want it. It's a dessert. Yeah, it's I, very refreshing. I want to eat that as well. Yeah, it's like a nice little like summery dessert. Um, yeah, I agree. The girls that get it, get it. The girls that don't, don't. Okay. And that's. That's neither here there are nor there. so many quotable moments in this week's show. I feel like we need to go back and capture all these quotes and just tweet them or share them on Instagram throughout the week because <laughs> there's been so many. Um, here's if my question. question how insane I am, you know, no. No, I think there's been some really good quotes. But uh, 
for both of us actually. <laughs> but the question is, you've got these little shorts they're putting in front of World of Color. Yeah. Way back in the day, sometimes they would put them in the show. Yeah. Do you think No. You put them back into the show ever or do you always keep them as a short in front? Pre-show. Always. What about a post-show? What about a tag? A tag's fine. I I prefer, and this is me not liking change. So let's let's go down the list of Katie's neuroses. She wants to eat colors. Um, the fountain and tiki room looks delectable, and also I hate change. Um, so I like things to be structured certain ways, and I don't want my expectations of that structure to change. Okay, um, so you want to keep it the same. Yeah, so I would like it to either be before the show or after the show. And that's fine. Um, like, I like how they did El Elemental before. I thought that was very pretty. And I think that worked very well. Also, and I like the uh, so, Lunar New Year one, too. Yeah, Hurry Home. I like that one a lot. Mm -hmm. The other thing I wanted to say is that you cannot say that the song is called This Wish and not think that I'm going to go, This Kiss, This Kiss. Oh. Come on. There you go. It's a 90s classic. It's a bop. Mm -hmm. You can't can't name a song that and not I don't even know who sings that song. I don't remember. Okay. Anyway, that's that's it. That's all I had to say. Yes, thank okay. you. Taryn Taryn's with me. Great. Uh if we no also learned got me, today. I know Taryn's got me. <laughs> Always. Uh we also learned today that Dave Filoni is now officially the chief creative officer for Star Wars, which I think is awesome. And, and now the future of the Jedi and the Sith and everything else, story-wise, is in his capable hands. What do you think about this news, Katie? Uh, I think that if it was ever someone but Dave Filoni, it was a giant mistake. <laughs> Even if it like, was John Favreau? Like, I could have seen a world where it's John Favreau and Dave Filoni or something. Yeah, they seem to I, work could, really closely I could see together. them co-running. But honestly... At its core, I don't think anyone understands Star Wars as, as fundamentally as Dave Filoni does. And I mm -hmm. think that no matter what fan thinks they're like, oh, no, I know Star Wars. Dave Filoni knows it better than any. Like, Dave Filoni lived through the Battle of Yavin. Like, I don't know how he did, but he <laughs> did. He was there. Okay. Um. No, I just, I think that he has the best grasp. And not only does he have a good grasp of the foundation of Star Wars, but he also has the strongest sense of creative storytelling that I have seen that mm -hmm. makes for interesting stories. Because it doesn't matter if you totally understand good. Star Wars foundationally if you can't tell good stories. And it doesn't matter if you tell good stories if you don't understand Star Wars foundationally. So, Well, and I think that. that's part of the, the reason he's excited about this from what I was reading is that uh, previously he was kind of the local expert on this is what the Jedi do. This is what the Sith yeah. do. This is who they are. And and now he can come in at an early level with the story component and really help develop the bigger picture and the direction that's more true to where the Star Wars story goes in the future. And I think it'll be very fascinating to see how that impacts the future series, how it impacts movies, how it impacts the reception of future movies and series. Uh, because I think he's probably been doing this. Like, I, I don't, like, they just announced it, but I have a hunch when all of these movies were announced, whenever it was a couple months ago, maybe a little bit longer, my hunch is he was in on all of that. 
-hmm. and this was already happening and in a work in process and they just were like we're not announcing it yet for whatever reason i could be wrong but um but he's going to be down at the ground level for all of these things and it's either going to work or not work from the perspective of the fans and it'll be interesting to see if or how that impacts the future of the company and him to be revisionist and i i love the sequel trilogy don't get me started if someone tries to put hate for the sequel trilogy in the comments you are fighting me personally but um imagine if dave filoni had been at the creative home when the sequel trilogy was mm -hmm. created um again well, i think he's i'm a sequel girly this is ray skywalker's lightsaber but you're making a great point here though is i feel like what he has done the best is when clone wars first started happening and mm -hmm. came on was it disney jr or whatever it was uh cartoon network originally okay a lot a lot of star wars fan were not super happy with the prequels and it added a lot of backstory and depth to the prequels. And to me, it made me enjoy the prequels a whole lot more from a like, mm -hmm. hey, it's fun, it's Star Wars, to like, oh, I really like what they've done. And it fits bigger picture. And I feel like he's doing the same thing with all the live action series. And I presume we will get more of that that kind of fills in a lot of the question marks and gaps that we as fans make answers to on our own and judgments to on our own. Mm -hmm. and wouldn't it be great if he could do the same thing for the sequels that he did for the prequels and, and kind of flush out the bigger picture and, you know, get rid of the suppositions that different fans have about different parts of, of the series. And I really think that could make all of star Wars a whole lot better. Well, I'm, I'm just saying like, imagine if in uh, 2015, Dave Filoni had been at the creative home. When oh, I agree with you, but I, I'm just saying the opportunity now. Yeah, because I completely agree. At, and this is coming from an 100% selfish point of view, but um, my favorite celebrity of all time, Carrie Fisher, who is no longer with us, God rest her soul. Um, I wish that uh, General Organa had gotten a different Path. anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, agree. Uh, I, I just wish it had been different. And so that's just me being like, protect my girl, Princess Leia. There you go. All right, we're going to keep on moving along. And it is now time to talk with Muppets. Thanks, Daddy. Mr. Daps. Thank you, Mr. Daps. Thanks, man. Thank you, Mr. Daps. Thanks, man. All right, we have talked with our Muppets. And now it's time to talk about them. We learned today that there will not be a second season of Muppets Mayhem, which is kind of sad. But the more I've thought about it, the more I'm kind of glad because it had a very nice story arc and we we got our album out of it. And unless there was something that wasn't just rehashing, I kind of am okay not moving forward. Like, and And I am not saying I don't want more Muppets. I'm just saying if the pitch for season two wasn't as good as it was for season one, mm -hmm. I would rather not have season two. And because um, my first instinct seeing this was like, wait, I love that show. I want more. And then as I sat around today and, and chased after nieces and nephews, um, I just suddenly had this thought of like, huh, maybe the pitch wasn't as good for season two as it was for pit season one. And you just need to find another story to tell. Uh, what do you think about this? 
uh, when I saw the announcement, I had multiple split second reactions. The first one was, I thought this was only a one season show. Um, so I wasn't surprised by there not being a second season. Nice. Um, <laughs> um, and then my, my next split second reaction, again, all of this happened, as you can see about how my brain operates tonight, because I'm not hiding it. Um, my brain moves very fast. So then my next split second reaction was very aggressive and um, I am upset and I want there to be more Muppets. Like imagine if we got a behind the music, but for Electric Mayhem. Mm -hmm. I love mockumentary Muppets. Anyway. Yeah, um, I, I think you could do something with that. I just yeah. think if the story's not there, don't try to tell the story. And, I agree. Um, That's why I thought it was only a one season project because they set out with a, oh, we're going to record an album. And then they did that thing. And so I was like, oh, And cool. the album is great. Like we yeah. listen to it on LP. It's fantastic. We listen to um, it frequently. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so fun. And like, I feel like in many ways it was kind of the same path as the original Muppet movie where it's like, you're setting out to do this thing and we did it. And until you have another thing that you're setting out to do or another story to tell, you probably shouldn't. And I think you could do like something like the Electric Mayhem goes on tour, but that's kind of already been done. And and unless there was a big reason to do it, I'm kind of stuck. And I almost would prefer exploring another subset of characters mm -hmm. like they've explored the electric mayhem but Lose kind of do something sure why you know like what's his backstory you know whatever exactly um or his or his continued story like what's he doing now oh or maybe it's a you know i would have no problem if they took more uh classic books and retold those as well like we see treasure island or muppet christmas carol because there are more of those that you could do and i think there's a lot of possibilities for this and uh Maybe they just haven't been flushed out enough yet. We are getting to see them, though, at Disney Jollywood Nights. Uh, well, just Kermit and Miss Piggy. But, and I've heard good things about that. So we'll see. I will say, and I mean, call me a poet, but this did just come to me. Um, life's like a movie. Write your own ending. Keep believing. Keep pretending. We've done just what we've set out to do. Thanks to the lovers the dreamers and you so there we go i'm Keep actually not everybody. a poet that is that is the finale from the original muppet movie and that is one of the greatest pieces of muppet music ever written in my humble opinion that line specifically okay thank you totally great another great thing to watch is good old boy indiana <laughs> good old boy indiana <laughs> good young boy indiana um who has adventures and he tries to make friends with everybody. And it, it just doesn't always work out the same way. And uh, for this week's Indie Cam, watch Indiana try to be friends with Katie's cat, Hamilton. Enjoy. <laughs>
I had to. It was so cute. <laughs> so Ham, uh, Ham is a very opinionated little man. I really wanted to, and I almost did this, was just unmute it and do commentary on Indiana's thought <laughs> process through this whole thing. Uh -huh. Because there's this whole like, well, maybe if I try this way, he'll like me. Okay, my head's lower. So I'm just going to put my, my snout through underneath the table and then he can see me, but we're not getting <laughs> too close. Oh, I got too close. I'm going to back. I'm going to go hide. I'm going to hide over here again. And like the whole, the whole time, he's like, I really just want to be your friend, but I'm also terrified of you. And he's twice the size of Ham already. Like, he's I don't know. Three it's, times the size of Ham. He's three I'm times the size of I'm estimating he's about 45 pounds, probably. Ham is 15 but, pounds, which is chunky for a cat. There you go. But that's, Ham, that's a lot. Ham hisses and chases Indy, and Indy respects it. He is the most docile, submissive dog I've ever met in my life. He is Very. not trying to be aggressive. He's just a little baby. Yep. He's he's a he's a peacemaker. Like he just wants everybody <laughs> yes. to get along. And he's like, can we just can we just play and be happy and and eat food and drink water and we'll be happy? Um, like one yes. of the other things, I don't know if it's going to be an indie cam, but every time Indy drinks water, he wags his tail and it's hilarious because he's like, Oh, water. I know I saw it. And yeah. he's like, I, I'm drinking water. My tail's going back and forth and I'm very happy to be drinking water. And it's, it's hilarious, like, but so happy all the time. Yep. Like his yep. new thing that we have accidentally trained him to do and it, it won't work for you so count your blessings i guess um we have two individual um like recliner leather chairs and he has learned specifically if he puts his paws up on the chair that belongs to my dad which is like on a specific side if he puts up his paws that he can just sit there and get his chest scratched and that's all he wants so he put his he's he trained puts you, his ears flat yeah we have okay. he puts his ears flat and he'll just sit there he'll sit there for for minutes at a time and just and he just he's just the happiest dog like he's just a little dude okay that's the guy there we go speaking of other happy things world of frozen is now open at hong kong disneyland and i can tell you after this trip to japan I have a new appreciation for Frozen. I have seen each of the movies over a dozen times and my niece and nephews absolutely love Frozen. Whether it's Frozen 1, Frozen 2, like we have a system now where I'm like, which one did we watch last? So at least we can go back and forth because they have different preferences and then it keeps me out of getting in trouble. But every time I write a World of Frozen article, it's like this, this cloud of kids come around the computer wanting to know what I'm doing and why am I posting pictures of Elsa and Anna and Olaf and you name it. And they are so stoked. And um, it's that and uh, like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and Mickey Mouse Funhouse. Like they're excited about all of that stuff. So thank you to that team too. But World of Frozen looks absolutely amazing it opened yeah. what two days a day and a half ago depending on where you're at and uh the 20th and um 
and it looks literally like you're walking into Arendelle. And it's it's my best description of it as I've been posting and writing about it is it almost feels like they did what they did for Cars Land with mm -hmm. or Cars in Cars Land with Frozen. That's what and, I was thinking as well. And it's one of those those times where I really like I haven't had a huge urge to go to Hong Kong Disneyland until this opened because I suddenly am like, oh, this park is worth the trip now. Like mm -hmm. Phantom Manor, very cool. The new castle, very cool. The new shows, very cool. There's some other fun stuff there, but it hasn't ever been to the point where it's like, oh yeah, I'll fly halfway around the world to go to Hong Kong and, and go to this Disney theme park. But now I'm like, this is, this is a destination worth going to now. What do you think? Um, looking at the chat, Taryn took the words out of my mouth. New theme park puppets! I, yeah. I'll i be so honest. I was like, Arendelle looks gorgeous. It looks super pretty. Um, I don't like have any need or necessity or drive to like do anything there, but just like to be. be. Um, which is like what I do in Cars Land is I just like, like I just morph I around. do want to go on their their traction so because like frozen ever after has a bigger drop and yes. like they tried to add a little bit more thrill and like the uh the sleigh uh i'm forgetting his sleigh. name at the moment but you yes that one um Kim. no sleigh like like it looks it looks fun snow sleigh not sleigh sleigh yeah anyway that <laughs> yes that one anywho all of like I was like, oh cool, this is super neat. I love it, pretty. And then I saw puppets and I lost my mind. And I was like, it's like Mary Menagerie and like all of the best things you could imagine. I got excited about this. I like Frozen. I think Frozen's cool. I'm mm -hmm. like, neat. I've seen both of them in theaters. Love it. Cool. But if I feel this way, I can only imagine how your niece and nephews would react. I can only imagine. Yeah, like, yeah. it's real. It's in front of you. Like, mm -hmm. ah! anyway, that's how I feel. It's just screaming. So check out all our videos and coverage. You'll love it, just like we do. Uh, before we end the show, I will show you another thing that would make you freak out probably in the same way. And that was my adventure yesterday, which is not up yet, but I have been getting adventures up on the website. And yesterday I had the best view of Mount Fuji. And uh, this was a picture of me taking a picture, which is always fun. But we went to this village that's ancient and is a traditional Japanese village and we could see Mount Fuji. And there were some incredible pictures taken that will be up on the site soon. And uh, as soon as I can get through all of them because there were a lot, but uh, don't miss that. And I'm posting them on both, well, mainly my Mr. Daps Travels Instagram is where photos are going from this trip. And then I'm doing a few of me on the trip uh, on Mr. Daps. But Katie, we're running out of time. What should people do? Go to dapsmagic.com, check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens, subscribe to our mailing list, find our Patreon where we do cool things. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel because we have a ton of videos going up, including uh, the Knott's Merry Farm 
coverage that we got from this last weekend. And there's more of that coming as well as the internet allows in Japan. But that is all the time we have for you this week. So we will see you around the corner. Bye. Thank you.